You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross, money, marketing and mindset business coach and this is Coaches Connection Podcast, the weekly podcast bringing you tips and strategies to help you take your coaching business, your coaching practice to the next level. So if you're looking for tips and strategies on how to get new clients, how to get paid what you're worth, how to put together a simple yet powerful marketing strategy and plan to get leads to your office or to your door, then this is the show for you. And if this is the first time you're joining me, welcome. It's certainly an honor to be spending some time with you today. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed to the to the iTunes channel, I really do encourage you to do so after today's show, because every week we'll be sharing lots of great tips and strategies, and you certainly don't want to miss out on any. Also, too, we take regular questions. So if you do have a question yourself and you would like to either ring in or write in, then all of the details on how to connect with us is on our, um, our show notes. So I do encourage you to pop across there if you're listening to a download. The show notes can be found at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP19, CCP19. All right, so what are we talking about on today's show? Well, firstly, I want to talk about five random acts of marketing that if you're doing, they're going to stunt your coaching business's growth. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing this. And you might also be doing one or more of these random acts of marketing so if that's true then you know you really want to change that so that you can really hit the ground running and start to attract your ideal client we also have had a question sent in by Katrina M where she said Anne-Marie I'm struggling to convert prospects into clients can you help me so I want to share some tips with her and I'm sure they're going to be useful for you as well and as always on every show I have an inspirational tip which I want to share with you to um, to take with you this week and it's a really special one and when I read it today I thought Oh, I want to share that one as well. So without any further ado, let's get on to today's topic. Well, today's topic is five random acts of marketing. Well, I'd written an article about it and the reason I wrote the article was because I had attended a local networking group and, you know, over breakfast, there were a number of women who were talking at my table and one of them was speaking about her disappointment that she'd launched a workshop yet she hadn't generated the interest and she certainly hadn't enrolled the number of participants that she'd wanted for that workshop so she kind of asked us around the table if we had experienced similar challenges with any events that either one of us had run and whether we had some suggestions that might help her gain a better turnout for her next workshop and as I was questioning her uh, about what she had done and, and what strategies that she'd implemented it became really clear that there were five things that she was doing and not doing that resulted in her with disappointing numbers signing up to her event. I hope that you're not going to write, you know, recognize any of these. But if you do, then know that there are changes that you can make. So that if you're 
launching your workshop in the future you're going to get a better result and of course far more participants than uh, my colleague did and I think this is a great time to be covering this we're nearly at the end of the year many of us are winding down our businesses I hope you're taking time to review the things that have happened over the past year celebrating your successes even if small celebrate them all they're certainly all worth uh, celebrating getting you in the right direction even if they're small steps but also revisiting and looking at some of the things that may not have turned out as you would have wished and looked at ways and look at ways and how to improve that and of course look at planning what are you going to be doing next year what are some challenges that you faced consistently and how are you going to overcome those challenges so that you can have a far better result uh, in 2014 now if you are listening to this podcast even once you know 2014 has started these strategies that I'll be sharing today are certainly going to be beneficial for your business your coaching practice um, despite what time of year it is all right let's get into it the random act of marketing number one and this is not having an objective in mind when I spoke to my colleague I asked her well what topic are you covering in the workshop and what research did you do that enabled you to pinpoint exactly what your database or you know your your ideal client was struggling with and she hadn't really done any market research herself in fact she'd kind of looked over some of the articles that she'd done she'd written in the past she also looked at some of her programs that she developed and she took a number of different elements out of all of those different areas and created a workshop so that it had a number of different topics However, she really hadn't taken time to do research, so she didn't know what her clients were struggling with. Something else that she also didn't do was to do some market research about some of the other workshops and programs that were being offered and whether there were similar programs and workshops. How could she position her workshop as being quite different and quite unique? What are some of those key elements that really would alert your ideal client to say, hey, I really need that information. This is really what I'm struggling with. And so I really want to come to this workshop. So how are you unique within the marketplace as far as you know your offerings and what you're going to include in the workshop? It can even be the way you write that in your marketing message, really incorporating the language uh, that your ideal client is is using really be mindful about that in, in the message as you're creating it something else that you also need to think about too is how are you getting your message out to alert not only your existing clients but also other people that may be interested in attending as well you know have you covered all bases I remember one of my mentors saying to me that she had heard many years ago a saying and, and she was reminding herself of that all the time she said that you don't have one way to market and get 50 people you know to get 50 people into your workshop you have to use 50 different ways of marketing to get one person into your workshop so what that means is don't just think I'm going to send out a few flyers or I'm going to send out one or two emails or I'm going to you know write a, a tweet out on Twitter or a poster you know an event on Facebook and I'm going to fill up my workshop no you need to look at various methods of getting your message out there and 
and also in your research finding out whether your ideal client the person who you want to be sitting in that chair are they reading that newsletter or are they on that social media network you really need to do your homework so have a goal have an objective in place what is it that you want to achieve the second random act of marketing is not having a plan in place so once you have an objective and a goal you then need to identify how are you going to get your message out there into the hands of your ideal audience member we talked a little bit about this in the the first step are they watching videos are they reading your articles are you going to use twitter are you going to use flyers are you going to use you know emails are you going to reach out to your joint venture partners or people who have your ideal client in their database are you going to develop a relationship with them and see whether they'll email their database so don't just think of having one method of marketing but have multiple and don't just think you know I'm going to send out one email and that's I'm done with it you're going to have to plan out you know quite strategically your calendar your launch calendar your promotional calendar and regularly send out because you know someone might read your newsletter they might think oh yeah I would love to go to that they forget about it they get busy and if you don't send a couple of reminders they may just not um, take action and, and booking into you know to your workshop so how many emails are you going to send out what's going to be part of your communication plan and who's going to be in charge of creating it and who's going to be in responsible for sending it out and by when so you can see these are just a couple of elements that you need to have in place when you're thinking about planning when you're looking at um, promoting and, and filling a, a workshop what you might also consider doing is having like little bonuses right at the beginning of the launch to really get people's bums on seats there may be um, a time frame that when people book in they get a bonus that bonus might be a free audio recording or a dvd something that you've created previously and that's an additional bonus you may even have like a pricing plan that you know the early birds get a reduced price to get into your workshop and that is because they've taken advantage and taken action really quickly so you want to reward those quick action takers and and quick decision makers so those are just a couple of other things that you can do as as well and you stagger the pricing so the longer you know people take to get into and book into your workshop the more it's going to cost them in, in, in terms of the investment level you might also include the workshop as part of some of your high end programs so if you're working with a number of clients who know like and trust you um, you might offer them um, a free seat or you know a significantly reduced seat and offer a bring a friend you know that can be done too. bring a friend at a very reduced cost as well so those are just a couple of things really when you sit down and have a think about what are the different ways that I can market my workshop then you can put together a solid plan put that plan in your schedule and implement that plan the third random act of marketing is not taking consistent action so you can spend a lot of time planning you can have all of the best processes and systems in place that you are going to implement and then some of these things cannot be followed through in fact this colleague of mine she was in this situation in fact she went overseas during a lead up to an event 
which meant that there was no follow-through, there was no consistent action in the marketing, there was no one there to answer questions, there was no one there to follow up. So she really should have hired someone or had someone that was there implementing, sending out emails, receiving emails and answering questions, doing all of those different things. So just remind yourself that you need to have someone there, hire a team member if you're not able to do that yourself. You know, you should have a support team in place to assist you and make sure you take consistent action. Don't just think, you know, you're busy one day. Well, you know, I haven't got time to do that. That email or that video that you're going to send out or that tweet or getting on the phone and following up someone could be the difference in you getting another person to your event and your workshop or not. So every single connection counts. So please, please, please follow your plan, take consistent action and get your message out there so people are aware of your event. The fourth random act of marketing is not monitoring and not measuring your results. Now, had my colleague, had she monitored and had she tracked the number of people that had signed up for her event, um, she would have realized that she wasn't generating the results that she wanted. And what she could have done then is gone back and had a look at what she was doing and do something else. She might have decided that she was going to ramp up a certain strategy because that had started to generate results, but do less of something else because that had not really generated the numbers that she'd wanted. Or maybe by tweaking one of the strategies she was using could make a significant difference. Sometimes it's just monitoring what time you're sending out if you're using social media, what time you um, you tweet or you, you post something. And just by changing the time frame, you can generate a lot more eyes on, on your content and on your message. And that may make a difference. So, you know, monitoring and tracking and measuring your results is important because then if something isn't turning out as you would expect and as you want, you can change it whilst you're doing the event. I've um, heard of situations where event organisers have developed and launched video marketing campaigns to to strike up interest and curiosity because the strategies they had initially implemented just weren't generating the turnaround and, and the, the conversions. So um, they did a whole kind of um, a campaign with different videos, alerting them to the different problems, you know, that people were facing, gave a couple of tips and of course led into if you want to, to spend a bit more time and really overcoming this problem, come to this workshop. And that worked really well for them. So if you're not one to monitor a measure, please start to do that in your business. The fifth random act of marketing is not tweaking and optimizing your processes. So if you don't measure something and monitor something, you can't change it. And, you know, as Albert Einstein says, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is what? Yes, it's insanity, which unfortunately is the same when it comes to your marketing. So please tweak. Don't be disillusioned and think, well, that didn't work. I'm just going to throw in the towel. No one wants to come to my workshop. I'm just going to, you know, wipe my hands of it. I know that it can be really disappointing, but you know what? Stick with it. Change something. Reach out. Do some more networking. Um, reach out to you know colleagues ask them to support you do whatever it is that you need to do to really re-energize yourself and and continue on with your marketing identify what is working really well for you continue doing that can you ramp that up a little bit can you do that even more um, to try and get more more results and of course 
what didn't work so well well next time even though you might have changed your approach and improved it it didn't really work out well you know that that might not be a strategy that you would use the next time around so I think that that really is the five random acts of marketing that I've often seen and you don't want to have that happen to you so in summary if you're thinking of having an event and launching a workshop make sure you have an objective and a goal in mind make sure you have a plan and an action step you know action steps in place that you can follow make sure you take consistent action and follow through measure and monitor your results and tweak and optimize your processes and the steps to ensure that you do achieve your goals and uh, once you do that your bottom line is going to thank you for it because you're going to have far more people in your workshop so I hope that was helpful for you let me know you know you might um, have a workshop coming up and you might have implemented a couple of different strategies that work for you let me know there's a comment section below the uh, show here so leave a comment it's always wonderful to hear from you and of course if you have any other questions about workshops and launches and marketing them please send in your question so without any further ado let's visit today's question and see if we can get some answers for our listener Well, today's questions come in from Katrina M and she said, Anne-Marie, I'm struggling to convert prospects into clients. Help. Katrina, you didn't mention what areas that you were struggling in because I'm assuming that you have a process in place and maybe that's one of the reasons why you're not converting because you don't have a process in place. So let me just identify a couple of key things that you need to have in place to really support you in having conversations with prospective clients and have them enroll into your coaching programs and say yes to your coaching packages. So firstly, I'm assuming that as a coach you have a solid what I call signature system which is marketable content around like the the solution that you have for your prospective clients and that you help them so that your conversation about your programs you're not talking about the hour to hour general kind of coaching that many many coaches still unfortunately use that old business model so make sure that you do have your own signature system that's something that's very unique to you it's the process that you take your client through from from the moment that they come to you and are struggling right through to where they've complete they completed and they're generating the results and the outcomes that they um, that they wanted so once you've got your signature system you need to be able to talk about that in a very marketable very influential and irresistible way and what I mean by that is how are you describing that to your clients in your conversation are you talking more about the processes such as well you know my program entails six coaching sessions and we meet regularly every two weeks and the coaching sessions go for 30 minutes every session there's a number of activities if you're if you're describing your programs like that then that is really not an irresistible way to speak about your programs. Rather, you should really identify what your 
ideal client is struggling with and what are they looking for so for instance in and Katrina you didn't say what sort of coaching you are in but say for instance you're a life coach and one of your specialties is that you help people to stop smoking so you might talk to them in such a way like this as just as an example you say to them look I've got a three-step system that takes you from struggling to give up smoking to being able to quit smoking easily in just one hour that kind of thing is like oh okay that's that's really something that I want to know a little bit more about in an hour how do you do that you talk about it in a very benefit driven way so you know again what is it that's struggling with so it might be one of the things that um, I've identified that um, you know smokers consistently go back to their smoking so one of the processes that I use takes away the craving those cravings in the middle of the night or during the day when the craving gets so strong that they're tempted to go back into smoking well my three-step system helps them to stop that in its tracks so that they're not tempted to go and have that one cigarette just that one cigarette and before they know it they're back into the bad habit again just from that example you've identified what it is that your clients are struggling with and the way that you talk about your program really identifies how it can help them but in a very marketable way a very benefit driven way very outcome driven way if you are a life coach or that specializes in careers or a career coach you might say well I have a 60 day program where I take someone throughout all of the areas that they need to develop a powerful self marketing package interviewing skills and tips so that you can stand out from your competitors in a very competitive marketplace get noticed by recruiters or key decision makers get that elusive interview and be able to negotiate a significant salary package and get paid what you're worth in 60 days again it's how you talk about that program you also need to be confident as you're talking about your programs Katrina if you struggle particularly around the conversation of money which I know many heart centered coaches are the topic of money kind of puts them off because they feel like you know I don't want to sell anything what you need to do is change that because that really is a mindset issue which if you don't address then you're going to continue struggling especially too is if you go into a conversation and you've already decided that your client is not going to be able to afford your services or whether you are so nervous you know about the, the topic of money that when you get to that stage of really positioning your program in a very powerful way you tend to skip over things or you go through it really quickly because you just want to get through it really quickly that really doesn't show that that strong confidence I would certainly look at those things how are you talking about your program how are you packaging it are you including the benefits are you also sharing success stories and stories of other clients who've gone through your programs and who have developed great outcomes through that you want to seed uh, those 
success stories and that social proof into your conversation as well because um, you know hearing other people and how they have gone from struggling to unstoppable or whatever it is that you support your clients in is certainly going to give this prospect that you're speaking to hope that if someone else has done it that they can do it as well and of course it validates your credibility it validates that your program and your package is certainly able to support them in generating similar results so Katrina I hope that was helpful those are just a number of uh, you know things that uh, you can certainly think about and make sure that that's what you're incorporating into your conversation and Katrina and anyone else who's, who's struggling with that if you are having regular conversations with prospective clients yet they're not saying yes to your programs and you really want to make sure that moving forward this coming year that uh, you turn that around that you have more clients saying yes than no and if you want to get paid what you're worth for your you know your services and your programs then why don't you have a have a conversation with me I have what I call a business breakthrough strategy session and what we'll do is we'll have a look at what you are doing in your business we'll identify the gaps why is this happening why are you struggling to continue to convert your prospects into clients and once you have a clear idea of of the gaps and why it's not happening for you we can also identify and plan how you can turn that around and what your next step would be so all you need to do is go to the show notes which are ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp 19 go to the show notes scroll down to further resources and you'll see business breakthrough strategy session or you can go to the website annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough session so annemarie a-n-n-e-m-a-r-i-e-c-r-o-s-s dot com forward slash breakthrough session if you have a question similar to katrina's or there's another issue that you're struggling with in your business go to the show notes find out how you can reach out whether you want to send us a message whether you want to um, email in so that we can answer your question on an upcoming show Okay, today's inspirational tip I love this one and it's by Will Rogers and he says Don't let yesterday use up too much of today. Don't let yesterday use up too much of today. Have you ever been in a situation where there was such a significant disappointment and something that happened and you continue to worry about it, you continue to stress over it, or if you're a little bit like me, sometimes what I do is you replay that over and over again in your head. So it's like reliving it. And, you know, sometimes what I do is enough already, just stop it. Uh, You know, and Will was right. Don't put so much energy uh, worrying about what happened yesterday. So don't let yesterday use up too much of today. What you should be doing instead is identifying, okay, it didn't turn out quite as what I expected. What can I do to change that? What can I do today that is going to help me generate an even better result, a, a result that I really can be proud of, that's moving me forward to my business? Put your energy in that. Look forward, don't look backward. And certainly, um, you know, use your energy to drive you forward to look at ways of stepping into um, you know the leader that you are in your business 
business and identifying what's going to support you in generating a better result, getting a better result. And it may be just changing a few things and uh, you'll certainly be celebrating having changed that challenge or transformed that challenge into um, you know an incredible learning experience, a learning opportunity, and of course, the result that you did want in your business. So hope you enjoyed that inspirational tip. Well, that's the end of another show. Thank you so much. Hope that was helpful for you. Let me know your ahas. Reach out on the show notes. There's a number of different ways that you can connect with me, whether it be via Twitter, whether it be via Facebook or LinkedIn. If you are someone who loves Facebook, reach on out to me on my page and introduce yourself. You've got a community of like-minded business owners there. So let us know who you are, what's your business and what are you passionate about. It's great to connect with you. And until next time, have a fantastic week um, you know next time we speak we will have had Christmas so I wish you a very blessed Christmas with family and friends and um, yeah you know take some time out just to celebrate and just to enjoy uh, time away from your business because life work balance is certainly important and, and being with friends and family is as well so have a fantastic time and we'll speak to you again in next week's episode bye for now bye for now